Got a nice treat here. I've got Paul Kesslin, who is a producer at DICE, working on Star Wars Battlefront 2, and Pete Lake, who is a producer at Criterion, also working on Star Wars Battlefront 2. As we all know, this is a game that crosses many geographic boundaries, many countries involved to bring this game to us. It's almost here. I've been playing it for my review, and I love it. I've been having a very good time with this game. So, Glad to hear it. congratulations. Thank how, you. how do you guys feel? Are you starting to get back to regular sleep patterns? Not at all. Uh, having traveled over here from Stockholm, actually, you know, it throws you off a little bit. Plus, with uh, our commitment to a live service, there is still plenty more to do as soon as I get back. Yes. Always, always more stuff to do. Cool. Well, tell me how Criterion fits into the mix on making this game. You guys have a very specific sort of uh, area that you have to focus on, yes? Yeah, absolutely. At Criterion, we're bringing our kind of heritage with vehicle play together to deliver the Starfighter Assault game mode and all the vehicles across the game. So the Starfighters you fly in campaign and everywhere else in multiplayer, that's all made in the UK. So. Cool. And did you plan it so that a vehicle would cross just as you were answering that question? I did. I think it's quite important to bring that kind of sense of authenticity. The <laughs> yeah. game is all about authentic, you know, everywhere we go. It's amazing. And you didn't even have to, like, get a Criterion audio, audio director to build that sound for you. It was just there. He'd better tell me what type of plane that was, though. <laughs> okay, so um, the Starship uh, Assault... That Starfighter Assault, Starfighter is, a, Assault. Is, a, is a big new game mode um, in a building on, on the... Battle, in Battlefront 1, we had Fighter Squadron. It was kind of a dogfighting kind of game mode. Starfighter Assault, we're bringing a massive, asymmetric, objective-based uh, game mode with uh, classes of Starfighters and narrative stories through the missions. Um, you've been playing. It's, it's great, been great fun for us to develop. That's my favorite part of the game. Yes. Yeah, no, it, and uh, no offense to the rest of it's all fine. of the work. I, I love it too, actually. It's one of my favorites, so... It's just, um, it, you're just thrust into the combat flight sequences from the movies in such an elegant way, so hats off to Criterion. You guys really kicked ass with this. Thank you very much. It's been a huge drive for us to try and deliver across the whole game something that feels authentic yeah. to the fantasies we all had growing up, I think. Okay, well that's 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 me being nice. Okay. okay. Right, now, and this is another Criterion question. <laughs> um, I love the VR mode in Star Wars Battlefront 1. It was yeah. fantastic. And you know everybody's asking you about this today, but where the is the uh, VR in Star Wars Battlefront 2, and wouldn't that mode that you guys just made be the perfect VR game unto itself? It could be quite amazing, but I think we've been a little bit busy making Starfighter Assault and all yeah. the vehicles across Battlefront 2, so that's where our focus has been. Okay. So uh, that's, that's where we are right now, so okay. who knows what stands for in the future. Ooh, that's nice. Okay, so you've left an open door for us. There's a possibility that more may come. Yes. Good okay. to hear you enjoyed it, though. <laughs> All right, very nice. Uh, now, um, Paul, yes? Yep. Okay, Paul and Pete, you guys are trying to confuse me, but I'm, I'm getting it. Uh, Paul, you said something very similar to what Pete just said there about the open door. You've got to go home now and keep working Absolutely. on this game. You've put a ton into this game. It feels like, really, you won't need a Star Wars Battlefront 3. You can just keep adding the pieces that maybe didn't make it into this one at launch. I mean, I think that... Who knows, you know, to Pete's point earlier, who knows what the future brings, but mm. we, we, there's so much more that we can do that we know players are going to ask for. Yeah. Uh, they're already asking for some of it. Yep. Uh, and then where do we, where do we take it? What features, what content do we want to add? So taking player uh, feedback into account, knowing what 
uh, has come from from uh, Star Wars in the past, whether it be TV shows, comic books, etc., and what's coming in the future. Right. Plenty of opportunities for us to start exploring and expanding upon what we've already put out there. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool to see a uh, a dice envisioned take on the Star Wars Rebels cast of characters or I mean, something like that. That would be, you know, that's a definite challenge that we're we're interested in. Uh, simply because, what does it take to to take a very graphically solid character and make it a, a more photorealistic looking character? Yeah. What is how would we do that? Where do we even begin? So it'd be a challenge if we decided to go down that rope, but you know, who, who knows? I'm blown away by how much boss kicks ass in this game. I was not <laughs> expecting him to be such an awesome character. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a solid one. I, you're not the first person to tell me that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'll he's say is like the predator in this game. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he, that's kind of, I think maybe that's some of their inspiration. I'm not really sure. I'd have to ask the, our friends at Lucasfilm. Uh, but for, for me personally, uh, I love, I love dark side characters. I'm an empire fan. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy playing all of all of the the lightsaber wielding villains. Yes. They're great. Yeah. But on the light side, I will admit to having a heck of a lot of fun with Chewbacca. Yeah. He's I think if you play him the right way, super devastating. You have like in this game when you sort of break it down, you have like three maybe four different sort of campaigns going in a way. You've got your starship, Starfighter Assault, uh, you've got your Galactic Conquest and stuff like that. But it's basically and, and you can play the hero mode and you can also play the uh, the campaign itself. It yep. feels like a very you know, cut up experience that becomes this big holistic sort of pot of joy for Star Wars fans. But what a, a, an amazing amount of stuff to kind of grapple, you know, and, yeah. and keep control of. That's yeah. a lot of detail. It is. And I, I think, you know, Pete touched on it earlier about the fact that we have three studios that, that, that worked on this game and yeah. we're all collectively trying to make the best game possible that mm. has various aspects from very different things. But how do we make, how do we kind of get, get them to all coalesce together in, yeah. a, in a way that feels natural for a player so that it's not a different experience in campaign versus what you'd play in multiplayer. So, you know, there's aspects of, of every element in the game within the campaign. So, there, you know, you're, you're flying ships, you're on the ground, you're playing a hero. Yeah. Then you can mirror that stuff in both uh, arcade and as well as multiplayer. So there's there's a ton of stuff there. And across all the studios, we tried to make it, you know, mesh together as, as best as we could. Yeah, and I think that the Star Wars-ness is something that brings it all together. You know, sure. we, we cross all three eras. Um, and everyone we talk to, all the players, everyone has their own entry point. Everyone has a touch point of Star Wars. And yeah. hopefully we have yeah. something there for everyone. Something for everybody, yeah. Was there ever, a, and maybe this is something that you guys have planned for the future, but you built a lot of fantastic content for the first Star Wars Battlefront that you collaborated on. Is there a plan or was there ever the possibility of including all of that content as part of this package so that you can access all of the maps and the modes and and uh, you know some of the character stuff that you did for that game? Like I'm missing Bespin right now. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think you're the second person to tell me that. Yeah. I know some of the folks in the studio are, are, are really loved working on Bespin. They'd love to see it again. Yeah. But I mean, it goes back to what we said earlier: is you know, there's a world of possibilities out there. So some of that stuff, uh, you know, it's it's not as easy as just taking it and putting it in this game. No. You know, there is work involved in trying to bring that stuff over, but you know, there are possibilities there. Again, stuff that's not in here at launch because we we hope enough players have played that the first time around. But who's to say we don't bring it back later? Okay, I like the star cards. It took me a little while to kind of get used to how you craft them mm -hmm. and how you implement them. I like the art style, the way that you guys have sort of made them look like collectible cards, and there's a, a desire there to go and get yeah. them. I get them now. I cool. understand them. I, you know, at first blush, it feels like it's tied to the currency model and the uh, uh, the loot boxes and stuff like that. The loot crates is something that I want you to tell me why they make the game better. 
Sure. I think for, for most players, it's just about the ability to... Um, if you if you say you like playing the heavy class or the yeah. officer class, the more you play that, the more you'll be able to earn rewards for that class that allow you to progress within that class. Whether uh, it could even be for a starfighter from a Starfighter Assault, or it could be uh, a vehicle, or even you know all of our heroes that we have. Yeah. So for for us, it's really about giving players uh, a method from which to progress each of their characters individually, and you know we always want to make sure that. Uh, we give players the best experience possible so that there's multiple ways you can earn this stuff. So it's not just one method and you're tied into that system. There's multiple ways you can do it. So as, you're, as you're completing challenges, you're earning, uh, whether it be specific rewards for a class, whether it be just more credits to then go buy a, a, a crate of your own that you want. Yeah. Uh, there's always ways to earn stuff. You, yeah. can, even, you can craft things. Uh, so there's plenty of different ways to, to get the things that you're looking for. So you earn money to buy the star cards and then you can also earn money to buy the crates that will give you star cards mm -hmm. plus more money and plus and other more, elements and more crafting parts and then if you get duplicates you'll earn more credits which they all kind of fuel each other yeah so that you're always working towards something is there concern at the studio now obviously a big part of the news recently was that you guys learned from the beta and yeah. you adapted a lot of the stuff is there concern there's a lot of bad buzz around loot crates right now and we're seeing that animation frankly in every single video game right now and it's getting exhausting as a player and you guys are reading and hearing about all this stuff like that is there concern at the studio that that's gonna you know tarnish the game at all or, or affect the game's perception out there? I, I think for us it's more just the fact that we're aware of what people are saying and it's, and it's keeping on top of that, keeping your finger on the pulse, listening to what players are saying and yeah. how do we how do we adapt that and evolve over time. Yeah. Uh, so it, for, for us, as we continue to, to listen to players and, and take their feedback, something that we did from the first game into creating this game, yeah. we'll can just continue to do that. And you know, we will if, if something doesn't feel right or if something seems out of balance, you know, there's opportunities for us to continue to make patches, make server-side tweaks, to try to keep everything back in balance. So I think it's just us uh, working with fans to, to make the best experience possible. And I guess that's part of what live services is all about, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that's the intent, is to, is to have that constant ongoing communication with players, constantly updating the game, keeping it fresh, adding new things, uh, tweaking things that aren't working right or maybe working too well. Yes. So, you know, there's there's... That's our intent going forward. You guys have a season kind of planned of content. Is there, uh, you know, a length of time for we can expect that season to be committed to? Or is there multiple seasons sort of in the pipeline? Right now, we're only going to be talking about the first one, which yeah. will will last a, a fair period of time. I think you know we'll release more of that information as as time comes going forward. But mm -hmm. our our intent again going forward is to is to have players experience content for a certain period of time, uh, and you know we'll we'll run events, we'll do different things that last varying lengths of time. Yeah. Uh, always trying to see again listening to what players what works what are, what are they reacting to uh, responding well to what are they not responding to then maybe we tweak an event while it's live or do we tweak an event after the case if it's a recurring type of event so there's again we'll just see see what happens more or less as we just start out this gate and go on this uh, out, uh, along this journey with players how do you plan for that is there a sort of like a numerical threshold of, of concurrent players that sort of establishes how long you, you stay committed to the game or is it uh, you know, continued sales of the game at retail, or how, how do you guys kind of, because this is a little bit of new territory. I mean, it's not something that, uh, we, we can chart back three or four years of people doing this kind of stuff in the industry, but it's still sort of un, unraveling. We're still kind of figuring out how to do it, but do you guys have a game plan that way? I mean, what I can say is that we're, you know, we're committed to the game for, for quite some time. Mm. Uh, how exactly that plays out and what that looks like over time, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah. right now, 
Uh, not much more to add other than, you know, we'll, we'll continue to support the game for quite some time regardless. It's a fluid thing now, right? It Making is. a game, it's basically day one starts when you ship it. In a way. That, that's, yeah, that's just the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It's just the beginning of the game, yeah. It's, our, not, it's not fire it and forget it. It's like, okay, we're starting a journey. How do we go along this path with you? You mix up the heroes in the game, in the heroes mode, the heroes and villains modes, which was amazing, and some iconic shots, especially as each of, it's like ultimate squad goals, as everybody's walking <laughs> up, ready to get into their- In, in heroes versus villains? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's like sending chills down your spine yeah. as you're watching that. But you don't really mix up the eras in the regular main stuff with Galactic Conquest and, yeah. and uh, even the, the Starfighter Assault and stuff. It's kind of tied to the time frame, except the heroes can pop in from other generations, right? Is there a plan that you, you're going to just go crazy with the mix and match and you'll be able to play pre prequel stuff against the uh, the new trilogy? I Post-launch, who knows where we go with these things. Okay. Uh, again, I'm asking but, a lot of post-launch. It's well, almost I mean, launched. I have yeah, to ask no, these yeah. questions. But I mean, at, so, so, so uh, to be fair then, at launch, uh, you know, the, the we really wanted to keep cross-era hero play uh, yeah. as a thing because... Like I mentioned earlier, as you're progressing along a character, you know, maybe your favorite character is Darth Maul. We don't want to limit you to only playing that character in, in certain instances. How can you play it in more parts of the game? So it was a conscious design decision to give players more choice in that matter. Right. Um, but post-launch, who's to say we don't look in things like super strict arcade modes? Like that's that's the beauty of what a live service is. Is again, what are fans saying? What can we do? And how do we bring that to life for them? So there's there's plenty of opportunities. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be us looking to what people are asking for. Yeah. You know, we we can deliver some surprises along the way, but you know. What would you like? Would you like to play everything against everything or not? Let's, yeah. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Is there the possibility that you guys could carve up elements of the game? I could see the single-player campaign be its own separate deal that people could play that independently of the rest of the game. Absolutely could say that about Starfighter Assault. Uh, is that something that you guys are you know, potentially looking at? I, I see Starfighter Assault and I think of all the arcade games that we play right now related to Star Wars and that just kicks all of their asses. It'd be amazing to walk into a, like, a location-based entertainment center and you're able to play that component of the game. What we're looking at right now is how, you know, Star Wars as a thing, it's, it, it needs to deliver a number of different fantasies to be Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you want to be you want to be the ace fighter pilot. You want to be the hero on the ground with a lightsaber. You want to be the trooper. You want to have a story. Those, those are things that Star Wars itself brings. Yeah. And with Battlefront 2, we're trying to make sure we deliver that right. uh, out of the box. Right. For however you want to approach Star Wars, whether you've grown up with the Clone Wars TV series, you can jump in and you can fly Yoda Starfighter that's only been in that TV series before. Yeah. Um, or if you've grown up with the, you know, you can be Darth Vader if you're an Imperial follower for the last 30 years. So right. um, taking any one piece out sometimes stops it being Star Wars. So we wanted to make sure we offered that that, that buffet of, of Star Wars goodness. Relating the Star Wars being something for everybody, it is such an iconic piece of you know cinematic entertainment that really does mean something to everybody out there. Uh, you, you could just unlock everything and make it all available to people that may not be shooter fans or people that are may not be attuned to game progression and stuff. Was that ever something that you guys thought about as, as something for the game? Basically saying, yeah, it's all available to you. Every star card, every hero, you don't have to unlock anything. I, I could start. There's, you know, out of the box. There's different ways to approach the game. So if you play arcade, yeah, the different heroes are available in different scenarios. Gotcha. Um, you know, if you want to get into the deep customization of them, you'll need to play a bit more of the game and unlock the ability to do that through playing multiplayer and some other modes. But yes. if you want to just play with the toys that you have, you can. That's that's what arcade modes. Therefore, yeah. Um, so we have some of those touch points in already. Yeah, I mean, you have you have they have customizable. Uh, uh, 
battles that you can create where you can tweak little sliders. What do you want to do? What do you want to have unlocked? How do you want to, uh, you know, really change up your experience? So there's plenty of ways for you to kind of mess around with that stuff. So you can actually kind of create that open open up everything kind of mode for yourself in a way. In a way, way, yeah. yeah. We we, we stay authentic within, you know, something we're doing at launch is staying authentic within the planet and the location that you're on. So if you choose... And Naboo, you'll be playing with the droids and the Clone War, the Clone in the during the Clone Wars and things. Yeah. Um, you know, but the heroes you can mix around. You can choose to. Uh, it's a great training ground, so you yeah. could choose to only play against heavy troopers, uh, and you can only be a hero. So you can start testing yourself in different scenarios that you might want to get better at. Yeah. Try out your different star cards and things. So you know, it's it's a great place to play. Now, what about going the other way for the hardcore players out there that want to be able to uh, get? prone on the ground and put get behind a sniper rifle and have more than one weapon to choose from at a time. I mean, you've got all of the the special weapons and the augments and all that stuff. Do you hear from like battlefield players that say, "Wait a minute, I want my battlefield type of experience"? <laughs> I mean, it's you know we we built a, a different game because we have a, a we have a different audience than the battlefield team yeah, does. You know, yeah. sure they're shooters, sure they come out of dice, but. There's people that are Star Wars fans aren't necessarily, you know, hardcore, you know, uh, uh, traditional war uh, sim fans almost. Yeah. So it's it's a different type of experience. So we give players a different set of tools and a different way to, to play the game. Um, but I think that there's still plenty there for people that are, are big time fans to, to dig into and find the, you know, how to best min-max their character, as it were. And yeah, that's, totally. where that's what really Star Cards allow you to do. Yeah, I think we've, we've added a lot more nuance into the controls across the game as well. So Starfighters, yeah. you know, you now have manual roll, and yeah. there's a lot more kind of depth in the control set. And the yeah. same with Troopers. You can yeah. aim down the aim sights, down sights, and a lot more of these kind of core elements yeah. are in and there if you want to find them. and things like yeah, that yeah, out of the exactly. way. Yeah, yeah. No, more, I, It's more strategy, more depth. And I mean, that's even what classes bring to the table, right? Mm-hmm. It's just allow you to, to play off with the friend. How do you want to tackle some of the, the challenges that you face in a, in a game match if you're trying to roll a point you know maybe pete's running in as a heavy and i'm going to be an officer supporting him it's just it's that level of depth and, and tactical gameplay that we wanted to bring out okay pete uh, i want to do a battle in the asteroid field from empire strikes back i want that worm coming out to get us okay okay can we have that happen we'll in season it, we'll, one we'll put it on the player request list and okay. we'll, see where, we'll see where it ends up fantastic <laughs> Paul, I want to talk about the uh, the choices of environments in this game because yeah. you're crossing many, many, many years of Star Wars. Absolutely. Did you make it even per trilogy, or what did, how did you guys kind of decide on where you're where we're playing in this game? So this one we decided similarly to the first one, which is most most people that are that are likely going to play this game, their first touch point might have been the original trilogy. So we we put a little bit more weighting behind those, mm-hmm. but we still know that a lot of people's first touch point were the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, some people's touch point might even be the new trilogy. Yeah. Right? Like they could just could have hit that sweet spot in between. And so the it's a little it's a little bit more weighted towards original trilogy for now. I think that's what most people actually identify with. Yep. Is they understand a lot more of those planets. We have about four planets from uh, four or five. Uh, I believe I don't remember the, the number okay, off the top of my gotcha. head. It's uh, yeah. too many things floating in there. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, sure. But uh, you know, it's it's uh, we we try to have a decent spread uh, across each of them so that players always have something. And as part of the first wave of new content, we're going to be flying around the Last Jedi kind of space as well, right? Yep. New, new new planets introduced in that movie. Yep. So we have uh, Crate, which is the one of the new planets you've seen in a lot of the trailers with the the red sand that gets kicked up. So that's that's some really cool stuff to to get to see come together. Cool. And I'll let Pete talk a little yeah, bit about the new planet. Yeah, we're also bringing a new space battle uh, above Dakar, which is uh, a planet you're familiar with from the 
the Force Awakens, but we see again in The Last Jedi. Fantastic. I have to tell you, one of my favorite experiences in this game was uh, being Boba Fett above Moss Eisley and just blasting at all the bad guys running around. And you've got all the little kinds of cool details and stuff yeah. there. I mean, it really is a game that you can see all of the the labor of love in it. And I felt Absolutely. like you did that a lot with the first game, but I, I know that that was just to sort of prove it all out and build the engine and get everything running and, and make it look Star Wars-y. And it feels like the you're really expanding this universe. I mean, our intent is always to be 100% authentic. And yeah. all the things you mentioned, all those small details, you know, that's what the teams do really well, is that that, that attention to detail, that level of Star Wars... Uh, kind of fandom that they bring to the you know the the nth degree to try to say how do we really immerse a player so they feel like they're in that universe even though they're running around shooting other people in the face yeah. uh, I still want to feel like I'm actually there awesome. and that's that's just what the teams have spent so much time doing. We've seen John Boyega is all up and down, just freaking out about this game. He's he's in the game, right? You got him. As we we have him as a as a voice actor for his own character when the the next, the last Jedi content comes out in December. That's amazing. Now, did you get any other Star Wars actors involved with that? Or yeah, we've yeah. we've gotten plenty. Yeah. Uh, whether it be uh, people that were in movies, people that were in the TV shows, uh, a whole gamut of of uh, authentic voice actors. Is Sam Witwer Darth Maul? He is indeed. Yes. Cool. Yep. Very and nice. He's a, he's a big fan awesome yeah very cool so you're feeling good we're we're launching strong it's going to be a, a solid launch and everybody's going to be happy and you've got tons of content down the pipeline i certainly hope so i know i feel really good about it i just i just hope other players you know i hope our players feel the same way i'm excited to hear what they're saying i can't wait to play with fans and and um, my own community as well it really brought back a lot of great memories from the pandemic days um and you know like i'm a star wars nerd so you got me you got me good. right there good. all right can't, and i haven't played the campaign yet so I'm really psyched to uh, play the single-player campaign. And I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. Well, congrats, you guys. Thank you. I can't wait Thank to get the much. final game. Cool. All right. Good Thanks. luck with the launch. Thanks. Cool. And we need that VR mode, okay? <laughs>